0: you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So, hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway. The Submarine Way. Hey, before we get started with this week's episode, uh, I wanna talk to you about a really cool product, My Postglow. And that is a uh, company that, that wants to help you recognize and celebrate, big milestones. Check this out, this is what they do. They take the facts from your event and they write a custom story. And then add photos to a custom layout. You got to check out their website, mypostglow.com, mypostglow.com, and see how they take your memories and make it into a beautiful piece of art. They got three different options to choose from, okay? It's perfect to celebrate the birth of a child, marriage, any other significant event, you know, new family pet. <laughs> um, something else that's really cool for, I know we got a bulk of our listeners are professionals, leaders, owners, um, managers. This is a cool way to recognize great employees is you make them a post glow. Um, you know it's a heck of a lot better than a plastic plaque and a $50 gift certificate so you know use it for that. There's a also a, um, a frequently asked question video and it features celebrity voices that you're gonna recognize that answer any question you may have. How cool is that? So this is a great option as a gift for someone for yourself Or to celebrate a big moment. And again, it's also really cool for business events to recognize people or recognize a milestone in your company that you can share with everyone. So visit mypostglow.com and let them write your story. That's good stuff right there. Hey, this week's episode discusses uh, what happens. Well, I I won't say that, I'll just, I'll read the title. Reuters news uncovers child labor issues in the Hyundai subsidiary. So we'll start there. What kind of leader knows they have children working in their plant, 12, 13, 14 years old, working long shifts and doesn't do anything about it? Today's leadership topic focuses on compassionate leadership. And we're also gonna talk about accountability because you can't have one without the other. Leaders who get results meet or achieve revenue and margin goals, but put no focus on people who produce those results, generally fail at their strategic mission. In other words, they might get away with it short-term, they're not gonna get away with it long-term. Here's a story at the Hyundai plant. According to Reuters, a subsidiary of Hyundai Motor Company has used child labor at a plant that supplies parts for the Korean car makers assembly line in nearby Montgomery, Alabama, according to area police. The family of the three underage workers and eight former and current employees of the factory. The subsidiary, is uh, the name of the company is Smart. Smart, uh, in a statement, said it follows federal, state and local laws and, shocker coming, denies any allegation that it knowingly employed anyone who is ineligible for employment. The company said, second shock coming here, it relies on temporary work agencies to fill jobs and expects, and this is a quote, these agencies to follow the law in recruiting, hiring, and placing workers on, on its premises. So let's unpack that just a bit. Th- did you hear any compassion when they about, oh my goodness, we have kids working here? Did you hear any accountability that, you know what, we hired the temporary company, if in fact what they say about the temporary company is true, we're ultimately responsible, they're working on my plan. No, so we didn't hear any of that. So let's unpack a little further. Could anyone listening to the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership podcast, do you think you could identify the physiology of a 12, 13 year old? Do they look different? Do they sound different? Do they act differently, specifically? Do they have, you know, the cognitive abilities? Is it required that leaders of the plant and fellow workers, maybe on the line, speak up when they suspect these are young, young employees, and that this work environment might even be dangerous? Now, I can't make any presumption here because it doesn't talk about it that people working that line or working with these children didn't say something to somebody. You know, I, I don't know that. I'd like to think they did, and this was a failure. Of the, but somebody somewhere knew something above the level that these children were working at. All right? That we have to know. So what two leadership qualities play into this most? We talked about these a bit earlier, but here we, accountability, absolutely, right? Accountability to do the right thing, surface concerns, and if necessary, whistleblow. Accountability to say, hey, if we employed this company, it's still on us, we have children working in a dangerous environment. And how about compassion? Would a compassionate leader allow children to work in their factory and, and in these conditions? Would they say, yeah, you know, there it are. seem to be doing okay. No, of course not. Compassion and accountability. According to Reuters, the smart plant builds parts for the popular Elantra, Sonata, and Santa Fe models. Vehicles that uh, through June accounted for almost 37% of all of Hyundai's US sales. The factory has received repeated OSHA penalties for health and safety violations. Federal records show that. So once again, according to Reuters, SMART dismissed a number of underage workers. And this came from uh, two former employees and others, other uh, people familiar with the plan. The sources said that police attention raised fears that authorities could soon crack down on other underage workers. So let's zoom out to compassionate leadership. Let's zoom out to accountability and how critical it is in maintaining a good, safe working environment. And I want you to, oh, as always, think about this in context of yours. I'm not saying you have 12-year-olds working, but how good is your level of consistent accountability? How compassionate are you, yes, you, as a coworker, as a peer, or as a leader? And compassion, listen to the story I'm getting ready to tell. Compassion isn't about turning a blind eye to someone who's having a bad day. Compassion always has an accountability element when it's done properly. So I'm gonna tell you um, about a sub-story and this one involves me. And it's not me coming to the rescue, it's actually me being saved. We were in, I don't know what they call it, like a mini-day, mini-something. Mini but basically it's like a shipyard period that lasts three weeks. And we were in a dry dock and an No, I guess we weren't in a dry dock, we were pier side And they do like five months of work in like three weeks. It is absolutely 24 seven. And I was uh, in charge. I was the guy responsible on the illicit side of of everything from the engine room to the sonar dome, Uh, um, everything. So I don't think I actually left I think I was working about 20 hours a day, 18 to 20 hours a day, and then I would, you know, catch some sleep. And we had, you know, uh, supervisors and things like that. So it's not like I was the only person supervising. But ultimately, you know, it was, it was something was always breaking, blowing up. You know how that stuff goes. And it would a lot of it would bubble up, and then i you know, I would delegate it back down. But there were some decisions that I had to make. Anyway, um, I had an opportunity to get some uh, get some rack time, get some sleep, and instead I chose to go to the Chiefs club and have a few cocktails because I was just fried and I was burnt out and frankly I needed to de-stress more than I needed to sleep Uh, at least that's what I told myself so I wasn't trashed or anything like that but I definitely you know I definitely had a few and I came back and uh, I intended to then get a couple hours of sleep but you know some questions came up and I, you know we got involved and then there was a little planning meeting that I thought it was it it would be good for me to at least see where we were on status of a couple of uh, equipment overhauls. Long story short, uh, I was in the chief's quarters um, reviewing some uh, tagouts or, or, or whatever. I probably wasn't reviewing tagouts. I was doing something. and the chief of the boat, chief of the boat, if you folks aren't familiar is the senior enlisted. Uh, and he came in and this was a hard nosed guy, man. This is a no nonsense old school guy. and he smelled alcohol on my on, you know he smelled alcohol on me. You know, it's a submarine, it's tiny and the chief's quarters is a tiny part of a tiny submarine. And uh, he kicked everybody out. There were two or three other chiefs in there. And I I thought I was, I thought it was done. I thought it was over because the first thing he did was he held me accountable. And he in no uncertain terms, talked about all the things that could have gone wrong, how irresponsible I was, all of the things that he should have done. He absolutely held me accountable. He told me uh, right then and there that he was considering uh, formal charges right he was thought he was considering mass he was gonna have to think that over He did what he needed to do, and he did what he should have done. He held me completely accountable. But you know what? He also knew that I've been working 20 hours a day, and this was right at the end. We were down to, you know, and last minute in rushing. But you can't rush putting a nuclear submarine back together. So he knew I was fried, I was stressed, I was burnt. And no matter how, you know, they couldn't kick me off. It was my responsibility. I was going to make sure I was there when needed. So he understood that there were factors here other than me just wanting to go out and have some drinks. Um, So ultimately, he did not write me up. I did not go to Mass, nothing was formal. He let me know in no uncertain terms if anything even close to this ever happened again, involving me, all bets were off, as they should have been. But he didn't do anything, and that wasn't him letting me off the hook. I knew exactly that I was essentially on probation, and he was there for two more years, by the way. Uh, And he would have done what he said he was gonna do, no doubt about it. But But he showed compassion because he knew what I've been trying to do. He knew, so all of that goes into it. Accountability, but compassion, taking in the whole picture and not just a single act. The second example I wanna give is, every time we go into an organization, whether they have 50 employees or 5,000, again, most of our clients are in tech, most of our clients are fast growing, but we always hear when we say, hey, what do you think your biggest challenges are? They always say, you'll hear a little bit about staffing or a lot about staff, but what you're always gonna hear is communication. Left hand doesn't know what the right hand, we're a little stovepipe, we need to be better at communication, communication, communication. Communication, poor communication is code for lousy accountability. Think about it. If you're getting ready to tell me in your organization that you have bad accountability, or it could be better, it could be more transparent. You can make sure that there's more cross communication, there's more collaboration, you know, it's not as good. And you've known that for three years. That's not a communication problem, it's an accountability problem. By definition, you're not getting to the root cause. The root cause is not communication, it's a symptom of poor or inconsistent accountability. How good are you at consistent accountability at every level of the organization? It's a question. What we find is not as good as you need to be. So, if your leadership or you do not practice compassion, expect compassion and shy away from accountability, you're taking a big risk for your organization. You need both. Yes, audits work, and at least basic proof of, uh, of identity of employees of employment also work. But teaching accountability and compassion means it's likely to stop the integrity issues. So you create it, it's built into your culture. And when that happens, you got something special. So, hey, I thank you so much for for listening. I I think we just crossed over 75,000 downloads and streams. We've been around for three months. I really appreciate those five-star reviews. Uh, Spotify and Apple are far and away our biggest platforms. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for following us and being such big supporters. It's really really great. Lastly, uh, the Submarine Way, what do we do? We build talent-based, inclusion-focused, mission-oriented leaders we strengthen your culture. Submarineway.com is our website. You can find myself, or you can find Deb Cake Fortin, our president on LinkedIn. Uh, If you wanna have a conversation, just reach out. John Gregory Vincent, this is Surfacing Inclusive Leadership, and those of you that follow know what's coming. I am Hey, you gotta change it up every once in a while.